This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome to Open for Business. I'm guest host Nell Omar. Malaysia's agricultural sector faces several issues. An aging farming population, outdated practices and land availability, amongst others. It is a critical sector, but perhaps not well known for innovation or change. Today, we'll be speaking with Said Saleh Said Sulaiman, founder of Coco Jack, a social enterprise that aims to inject new thinking and fresh approaches towards revitalizing the sector and addressing some of agriculture's long-standing challenges. Hi, Said. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mel. Thank you for inviting me for the session. <laughs> So, Coco Jack, um, from what I understood, it started from a fairly traditional agriculture business. Um, could you start by telling us a little bit about how uh, Coco Jack became a business? Okay. My name is Said Saleh bin Said Suleiman. I live in Kedah. So, basically, our business in Kedah, Sungai Petani Kedah. So, uh, I'm forced to become an entrepreneur by my dad, actually, after I graduate on 2015. Uh, why forced? Yeah, one forced. Yeah. Because all my siblings are working with someone else. So I need to uh, continue his business. Mm-hmm. So on that time, uh, I see that agriculture are not too interesting because my family approach is we're not using too much technology. Mm-hmm. So when I want to use and I push into the space, I want to use technology, but I did not have any funding because no one will give money to get rates. Just graduate. Right. Okay. So uh, my father said to me, let's say you want, don't want to help me in farm, you want to work, you just work in Kedah. So on Kedah on that time, 2015, is not as Kedah today. Lah. Kedah today we more vibrant in terms of the leadership. So that thing is, I take up the challenge. I help my father in his farm. I found out the problem is I do not have any funding to venture into technology in agriculture. So that is the moment that I see that, oh, agriculture can be interesting but I need to use technology. Mm-hmm. So on that time, I figured out the programs, the uh, grants that government give to the uh, youth that venture into the business on that time. So I managed to get one grant and uh, be able to buy the uh, tractors for our farms. So after that, I'm focusing on learning the technical knowledge about the plantings, uh, planting crops and others because I'm not coming from the one who learned about the social science of the crops because I graduate from marketing course. Right. Yeah. So I need to learn back from the scratch about the crops. Okay. So I take two years to the, until 2017. I learned about the crops and uh, throughout the learning process, I meet one mentor. So I work with him for another two years until 2019. So I take care break on 2018. I do volunteer in Africa for three months. So I see the opportunity there. Uh, there are a lot of natural resources there. And I see the power of use, actually. I mm-hmm. see in Africa where the several countries are sending up the use to do a lot of infra and also volunteerism work there. So I figured out that maybe I can mobilize our national youth to help more into agriculture when I come back mm-hmm. from volunteerism. So that's the point on 2019 when I start rebranding Cocojack. Actually, Cocojack comes from coconut and jackfruits the two types of crops that we're planting in our farms. I see. So on that time, I just want to focus on the instrument. means that I just want to make the agriculture more sexy by IoT, by the system, take tree tracking. But uh, when COVID-19 hit us in 2020, we see that a lot of unemployment issues 
especially on the youth. And I see that this is the right time. I introduced Cockerjack as an alternative platform for agriculture exposure, especially for the youth as our targeted beneficiaries. That's the point. I see. So uh, it started out as a training platform, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it was COVID and so everything had to be done online. Yeah. We're doing it online and also we're doing it in hybrid mode. Mm. Is that they have, we have the physical class. Mm-hmm. I think because uh, on that time, the MKN SOP is we need to have only 25 maximum participants. Mm-hmm. So we're able to do it physically and some of the class we do it online. All right. So what's the difference between in the classes that you were providing and uh, versus something that, let's say, uh, an agricultural agency would be providing? Okay. The uniqueness of our courses is, let's say you go to any other course that provide by agencies or private entities. Uh, let's say, Nell, you're interested to plant durian or chili. Mm. So the two-day course, we talk about the morphology of the planting chilies, the cash flow of things. So until you eat out all the data about chilies, mm-hmm. and after that, you really started to plant chilies or durian. In my courses, uh, we came up the five-day courses with uh, multiple crops. Means that the participants that come to our courses, they will learn about durian, they will learn about pineapples, fertigation, hydroponics, and also I think on jackfruits. Mm-hmm. So we have that because some of the youths we survey, they just want to take a view, listen, which type of crops that suit my passion or my yeah, mm. lifestyle. So, yeah, maybe they are working, but they just want to do it, hobby. So they just want to hear it first. So that's how I cram up. And we also put a knowledge, a cost, uh, a syllabus that teach the youth that really interested to become a farmer about the importance of bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. The new generation farmers that they, we want to portray is generation that do the bookkeeping where we can have the data about the farming activities, farming business. And also we uh, expose them about the funding how to get the funding besides getting the system for the agencies about the pitching and also how to try it in a business plan. That's mm-hmm. the uniqueness of our courses. So in five days, you will learn about this. Let's say you go to another entity, you just spend your two days, learn about one type of crops. That's the difference. Okay. So as a participant uh, to the training program, I will come away from one of your courses feeling that I'm already prepared to yeah. be a farmer? Okay, um, so then what happens to me? Okay, that's why I drafted the module. When I enter a lot of programs uh, during my student time, until I graduate, I join technical course, uh, like I mentioned just now, and I'm doing volunteer. So I see that uh, means that the, what is next after I complete the training. Yep. So I derived the program is after you complete my training, we call that as uh, Jack Heroes. So I provide a space for them to do practical sessions. Mm-hmm. On that time, we have 100 participants. We select the best 10 to do practical in our farms. So after they complete the practical for six months, I figure out what happened to these 10 people. So on that time, the news about we organized the training already spread. Mm-hmm. So because we provide the platform, uh, several agencies are really interested to do training with us. And some other agencies on that time, The first training, we partner up with Kementerian Belisukan, Ministry of Youth and Sports mm-hmm. uh, under Unit Belitani. The second one, the 10 participants are being sponsored by Lembaga Pertubahan Peladang to create their own farms. So, they will venture their own farms. Uh, the APP sponsor up the best five out of 10 to do their own farms and uh, plant the same crops that I plant. Yeah. So they will help in terms of giving um, a seed money to set up? Yeah, I can see the seed money. Right. Yeah, seed money to set up the farm. And also we derive the model is 
they need to complete two years mentoring. Mm-hmm. So that is the program that we partner up with the LPP, Lembaga Pertubuhan Peladang. Okay. So at this point, uh, did you think that Kokojite was basically going to stay uh, as a training company centrally? And, uh, uh, or you know, were you thinking of um, you know, expanding the business? Uh, the moment I derived Kokojite, I see that we, maybe the approach that government do, the agencies or the private do is, we totally focus on the instruments. I can say the instruments mean mm. that. Like the IoT. Give, IoT, mm. we're giving out the drones, we're giving out mm. all the, the machine that collecting data. Mm. But the ecosystem, we are not building up. means mm. that we're giving to maybe some of the farmers are not tax heavy. Mm-hmm. So they cannot adapt with the so instrument that government gives. Mm. So that's why I build up the ecosystem. So I teach and expose the new generation of farmers that enroll to my courses. So we're moving up from training providing the practical and also providing space. Okay, uh, let's put a pin on that for a second. I've been speaking with Said Saleh, founder of Coco Jack. I'm guest host Nell Omar. You're listening to Open for Business. We'll be back in just a bit, so keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Best for money. BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm guest host Nell Omar. And this morning, I'm speaking with Said Saleh, founder of CocoJack. So Said, following up from earlier, when you said that the ecosystem wasn't ready, right? Uh, the farmers were not ready to take on uh, the, um, uh, the instruments. So what is required then? Is it, uh, is it differentiation in your training program? What else would be required for this ecosystem to be ready? Uh, yeah, when we do the strategic meeting with the team, I think one of the colleagues said to me that, hey, boss, can we address as early as secondary schools mm. about the new modern agriculture solutions and approach? So I say that uh, we can address it, but we do not have the way to approach it. Mm. So that's the things that I mentioned to them. And uh, I mentioned that uh, we have the agriculture industry being, uh, I can say that the players is quite veterans. So the new players, especially uh, the youth, maybe some of them are not interested into this industry because, yeah, 3 ds uh, we always portray agriculture as 3D sectors. Then dirty, yeah. dangerous. Dirty 3D sectors. So okay. that's the way that we want to develop or change the existing ecosystem is quite difficult. Mm-hmm. So that's the things that CocoJet derive. We want to portray or address the new ecosystem to the new uh, generations, mm-hmm. especially the youth. We want to equip with all the exposure. Mm. So CocoJet, just not focusing on the instruments mm. for the IoT things. We're focusing on the social issues especially the environment things. We don't want to create farmers that really focus on profit but not taking up the environments. Mm. So that's why we expose them with the environment things that you need to use that pesticide registered with the governments, mm. agencies, pesticide not harmful to environments. So taking care about the labour issues, you cannot use underage labour, so mm. be exposed to the new generations. So mm. this is ecosystem that will help the instruments that we give to this generation of farmers mm. perform well later. I understand. Okay. So we're talking about basically re-educating yeah. young farmers on yeah. what agriculture is about. And I suppose all the related topics like climate change, etc. Yeah, true. We include them, the exposure about uh, this place may be affected if, let's say, you use excessive uses of chemicals, yeah. uh, pesticides, something. So this is being exposed. So the new generation farmers, we provide us with a safe food. 
Yeah. Mm, okay. Let's pivot a little bit to the next idea. I believe that um, the one of the things that you came up against was this issue of where to flow your uh, graduate farmers to. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, so, that's the when I uh, link up with the agencies. Uh, they want to help my graduates, means that the Coca Check heroes. The problem is they want to channel out the seed money, but the graduates do not have the space to the uh, to do the, the land. Agi- yeah. yeah, the land. Right. We call about the land mm-hmm. to do the agriculture activities. So, I can say that when I I conduct the training, I have hundred participants. I can say that almost fifty five percent we having problem finding space or land to do agriculture activities. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem that we're facing and my graduate face. And there's no national database or anything uh, like that where they can access to see yeah, <laughs> where I can, the land... I can say that there's a one agency that have the data, but okay. sometimes the data is not retained. So it's quite difficult for the okay. participant to uh, find the, the land. Sure. So this is the, the solution that I'm thinking, wow. Oh, I'm doing training. Uh, one month, I can I just can organize around 200 participants that enter my training. That is my maximum capabilities. Okay. Uh, let's say I want to replicate this model fast. Mm-hmm. I just need to readdress back the solution that can replicate the issues. Mm-hmm. Means that maybe they any the agencies or entities that do trainings, but their participants are having the same problem yeah. as mine. Yeah. So that's why the issue is finding the space mm-hmm. or the finding the land. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea. We do the uh, the solution. We craft the solution that we want to link up the unutilized land or space owner mm-hmm. with the graduates or mm-hmm. the one who are registered to do the farming activities. So this uh, might be the digital solutions that can uh, help us to replicate the solution that we want to solve food security more faster. Mm-hmm. Because you can say that you can view maybe if you go to outskirt Clan uh, Valley, maybe you can find out land that not utilized. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you can link up with these two type of groups. I see. Okay, so you have created an MVP. <coughs> Yeah, of this marketplace. Yeah, already. Okay, um, and uh, you've actually uh, gone out to try to recruit uh, some users and landowners. Yeah, I'm the one who test first because all the past uh, Cockerjack heroes or that uh, participant, uh, the land, the first land that we develop is my company land. Mm-hmm. So we have 13 acres that we lease to the graduates. Okay, and uh, we have uh, several corporates and also. Uh, third parties who are interested to utilize their own lands. Mm. So we have already, I can say that talent bank uh, that really introduced to do the farming. So mm-hmm. I just want to link up this group to this pool of land bank. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the corporates who might be interested, right? I'm assuming here that they would, um, I mean, considering the size of some of the land banks, right? They would already have a mass scale agricultural practice that they can use why would they be interested in linking up with uh, smaller farmers uh, okay first of all uh, because the approach the model the business model that Coca Jack doing is uh, we do the we create the ecosystem mm-hmm. if let's say they just do it personally or privately lend out the land to the farmers or newcomers they are not assist with the ecosystem Means that it's just providing land. Okay, you do it yourself lah. You find your own training, you find your own service or your inputs and mm. everything. But in Coco Jack, we help, we assist our graduates 
when they enter the land. So means that we provide training. Oh, uh, let, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, not, uh, I think it's more on the uh, motivations of the landowner. Yeah. So if I am a corporate landowner, right, and uh, let's say I can basically farm out my land to a, a, quite a large contractor, Right, so the returns of that agricultural land could be, you know, quite assured and stable. Why would I risk going with a, a group of smaller farmers uh, uh, to work my land? Okay, uh, so this is the point that we're doing in Kokojet. We are social enterprise. Okay. Besides, we are generating profit. Mm-hmm. We are solving the social issues. Mm. One of it is uh, the employment issues. Mm. So let's say you're giving out to the one contractors, big contractors, to manage up the, your lands. Uh, maybe the scenario is not same. Maybe he's try his best to generate more profit because he need to co up with your land fees. Mm. But for us, is uh, we want to solve several issues: uh, the food security issues, the job opportunity issues, and also we want to trade uh, the new generation of farmers with this new set of becoming farmers with the environments and etc. Mm. So besides, you are generating profit. You also uh, score in, I can say that this ESG things lah. So you social can score impact, up, yeah, yeah. The score up with the environment, social and governance things. Yeah. So that is the difference between these two uh, parties. Yeah. Okay. Um, the model or the revenue stream from this is from uh, the matching fee. Yeah. Uh, we charge on the matching fee, and also we take the commissions. Uh, for the past, we take 20% of commission of the revenue for the social farms. Uh, every year? Uh, every season. Uh-huh, okay. Because farming, we are planting uh, uh, per season. Ah, gotcha, so we yes. take 30%. Mm-hmm. So that's the models, business model. I see. Okay, great. Um, so far, this is still at uh, the MVP stage? I can see that we have the traction. We already tested on 13 acres of land. So I have clients that, uh, one of the clients is a state GLC that we consult that ask us to do it in big scale in uh, Selangor mm. so that's it we're going to test on 60 acres mm. we're going to benefit around I think 120 new farmers oh, wow. so and they not uh, know which state is it so I can see that we gain we gain the traction already yeah okay so one farmer would get half an acre yeah one farmer is one half an acre okay. so that we have to generate I think uh, the model uh, the past that we already achieved is 2,500 ringgit minimum per month mm. uh, that they can get. So the model is to help, uh, let's say, between job transition, they have career that can feed the family. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if I were an individual landowner and I would like to be assured of the return of my, you know, let's say, one acre of land, would Kokojai be doing the, I suppose, the screening lah? of the, the qualifications as well as the motivations of the farmer? Right now, we're doing, uh, I'm not saying the screening, but we only provide the opportunities to verify. means that uh, participants that complete our courses. Mm. So we, we prioritize them first because they already have the value that uh, we want. Uh, they work on the, the land that we uh, help on. Our KPI is we want every land that we explore is successful uh, mm. with farms mm. and create a produce that uh, able to generate income and also secure our food securities. So we don't want to do a project that uh, white elephant things. Yeah. Sure. I've been speaking with Said Saleh, founder of Coco Jack. We're going into the news bulletin and then we'll be back for more here on Open for Business. I'm guest host Nell Omar. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Boring, fake, macho. BFM 89.9.
89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm guest host Nell Omar, and this morning I'm speaking with Said Saleh, founder of CocoJack, a social enterprise that trains and connects young farmers to opportunities in agriculture. So Said, let's talk a little bit about funding. Um, was CocoJack always bootstrapped or did you seek external funding for CocoJack quite early on? For starting, yeah, we bootstrapped because we already have farms, mm-hmm. uh, the original business. So we take a profit, I think a maximum is 20% of the profit that we leverage on CocoJack. And uh, at first, we received assistance from the Ministry of Youth and Sports to help us on training mm-hmm. throughout the program. And after that, we always put by agencies who are interested in this idea. So we partner up with uh, several agencies like Lembaga Pertuan Peladang. And this year, we partner up with Agrobank and also Lembaga Zakat Nikadah. And the latest one, we partner up for IT Card by Bank Negara. So to help the uh, graduates and also this type of beneficiaries venture up into the agriculture industry. Yeah, that's the funding part. And yeah. Um, was there or is there now a need to seek external funding because of the marketplace app that you're seeking to develop? Okay, currently we're quite busy consulting the clients, especially develop the state GLC clients. Mm. So uh, we're currently focusing on that uh, idea first, that service first. And then I can say that uh, we work closely with several agri-tech in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So one of it is Kapitani. Mm-hmm. So because Kapitani uh, provide the bookkeeping app and also platform for the farmers to record SOP and provide the MyGap reports. So uh, I think we already work with Kapitani almost three years since mm-hmm. 2021. When we work with Kapitani, we founded the co-founders, Kapitani founders and also me uh, have the same vision. Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, finally I can say that Kapitani interested to acquire Kokojek. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, Kokojek. And uh, we're still in the middle of discussion, yeah. I see. Okay, so there could be an m in the works. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, what would um, the acquisition allow you to do? At first, I just want to do things that impact people. Mm. I do not focus on profit first, mm. but I have the mantra that when I do things, I want to do the best. So I want to help people, I want to help, I want to give the best. And after that, I'm not sure that God is helping me. Uh, we receive a lot of coverage when we do things. When we do project, we do it anti-successful. So when we do it anti-successful, we see that a lot of parties are really interested to work with us. And uh, I can say that at Cocojack, we try our best to solve the national food security issues, mm. especially. And yeah, that is the value that Cocojack try to uh, portray. Yeah. What have you, what have you learned about affecting change in the agriculture sector as a startup, right, or as a social enterprise? Yeah. At first, I'm not, I'm not into social enterprise mm. things too much. Uh, we just want to create impacts. At first, uh, I think on 2019, the social enterprise criteria are not being finalised yet in Indonesia. Mm. So on that time, it's magic handling them, uh, the, the social enterprise. Currently, we have uh, moving to MEDEC mm-hmm. and then the social enterprise. So Cocojack already recognised as, as EBC and we are currently on the way registered as uh, accredited as MEDEC. So I learned a lot throughout the process, uh, especially when the policy change. And also the learning curve is 
way bigger, much bigger when I try to solve the issues. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot addressing the new farmers, addressing the existing farmers about the environment, about the bureaucracy, about the funding, about the nature disaster that comes, about nature issues. So that's the experience that Kokacek have, I think, for the past three years that we already exist in Malaysia. So, yeah, could the you give, up and down. Yeah, could you give me uh, an insight into um, some of the learnings around new farmers? Uh, I can say that uh, you can start from now. Let's say you're really interested to do farming. You can start easily, but to sustain it is quite difficult mm. because you need to have the experience of technical knowledge instead how to grow things. Mm-hmm. After that, you need to learn how to market it. Mm-hmm. After that, you need to learn how to sustain it. And yeah, after that, you can become very otai farmers. Lah. <laughs> but for currently new farmers, it's sometimes not patient mm-hmm. in this industry. They want things faster, instant gratification. Mm-hmm. That's why the industry is not I can say that they are not too interested in the agriculture industry. Mm-hmm. Always portrayed as a last career. Mm-hmm. But Kogajet tries to change it. Mm-hmm. We put our vision that in five to ten years, we want to make sure that the secondary schools, uh, children or students, take agriculture career as a primary. Mm. So that's uh, putting up food on your tables is an honorable job. Yeah. Yeah. That is our goals. And food yeah, I can say that food is a business. Agriculture is a business. But putting out the food for all is a need. Mm. It's a responsibility for us to make sure that everyone has their food. So this is the vision that uh, we're trying to do at our social enterprise. Mm. What are the learnings or what advice would you give to somebody who is thinking about starting up uh, an enterprise in agriculture? Uh, at first, I thought that agriculture is only when you become farmers when you start to plant some things. But I, I view that agriculture industry is really big. Let's say you cannot have your talent in planting. Maybe your hand is yeah not, not performing well planting things. Not a green thumb. Uh, not a green thumb, yeah. Uh, maybe you can focus on the technology. Maybe okay. you're good at coding, you're good on mechanization things. You can venture up into yeah, maybe providing a machines that help farmers doing more efficiently in farms. So that thing also, agri-tech is good because... We can say that in Malaysia, maybe we have one million farmers that registered with the government. Mm. But outside our neighbouring country, in Indonesia, we have almost 30 million. Mm. So do not portray only in Malaysia, but you can explore much bigger market outside mm. Malaysia. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you're very well exposed to programs that are happening uh, in or that are being sponsored by agencies, uh, by corporates. Um, are you hopeful for the uh, agriculture sector in Malaysia? Having seen um, you know all the initiatives that are happening on the ground. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm not criticizing or critic the government initiative. I think I learned a lot during my student time when I become the student rep. Yeah, we only criticize, we write letters, we write anything, we publish things. But the best thing to show things work is we done it first. We show the model, so that's why we show the model to governments. This solution can be worked to solve the issues. So when we show the result, government will see the model and the government try to replicate it and use it as mess. Uh, so that is the hope that I, I want to see in the future. If let's say this model work, so I'm open up uh, to work with all parties that we can replicate the solution and also address the food security issues in our country. Mm. Okay, so final question for you, Sa. Uh, what's next? 
What is in the future for Coco Jack? Uh, what the future of Coco Jack? Uh, we see that before that we do not have any competitors. Mm. So currently we have, I can say, a few competitors are coping up our modules okay. and also our business model. So my hope on and, and what is next is Coco Jack. We might have the same model, business model, as long as it's good for our industry. And Coco Jack always try to view the solution that replicate faster is the next thing. So let's say we always have, uh, we always keep our solutions. Maybe uh, we develop it today, might be deployed in two years' time, but the solution that we have now is already developed, I think, one year ago. Yeah. All right. We'll keep an eye out for you, Said. Thank you very much for the session. Thank you very much, VFM, for the invitation. Yep. Thank you, Said. I've been speaking with Said Saleh, founder of Coco Jack. I'm guest host Nell Omar. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBalay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.